Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Welcome. Hello and welcome to episode 89 of Navigating the Modern World. Today we're going to talk about marriage. And I want to talk about marriage because a lot is arising in my community and friend group around people getting married and then their spouses leaving them or them leaving their spouses. And this podcast is for people who are already married and this podcast is for people who have yet to get married or are planning on getting married or want to get married. And I'm offering this podcast because for A lot of people, um, you might know that I was married, and I was married for seven years. I was in the relationship for seven years, and the, the thing that strikes me most is literally how people so easily get married and enter into this contract and then so easily just peace out. And it just seems like a lot of work for me. Um, It seems like, what is the point of that? You have to pay to get married, and a lot of people pay a lot of money for a wedding, and then you have to then pay to get divorced. And I really wanna begin looking at this and dissecting it a little bit because it's kind of confusing to me. And my own divorce honestly was confusing in that I don't believe in the type of marriage that's, yes, let's get married and then, oh, let's get divorced. And there is a lot of ownership I want to take around my own divorce, even though the beginning of my divorce was not my decision. I can see now how everything happens for a reason and I can see now where I'm at, how I may not be where I'm at if it weren't for that divorce. So there's no like question whether we can make the best out of circumstances. Of course we can, we are human beings who are resilient and What is the point of getting married if you're just going to put the relationship on the chopping block whenever things get hard or whenever you find someone else attractive or whenever something, you know, massive happens, you lose your job or um, someone dies or something happens with a, you know, a pregnancy, like whatever it is. And what I want to talk about today, I want to start with 
just saying, and this is like, I just want to say this and not as if it's absolute truth, but I want to say it and just see if it lands and give you guys some space to explore what I say. So my, what I'm going to say is when you get married, you sign a contract and you say forever. So you sign a contract, like an actual legal contract, and then you say forever. That's what marriage is. And in saying forever, there is this underlying truth that a lot of stuff is going to come up. Challenges, hardship, financial ups and downs, sexual ups and downs, moods, mean things said, misunderstandings, really hard things like death. And that's actually what you're signing on for. And it baffles me that people get married and they don't think about what's going to happen when I have an attraction towards someone else. Like that should be the very first thing that anyone thinks about when they even ponder marriage. That should be the very first thing that people Think about when they even enter marriage. Because you're going to be attracted to other people. There are really attractive people in the world. There are really interesting people in the world. There are really brilliant people in the world. There's going to be people that you meet that you click and connect with. There's going to be people that you meet that you're going to have this like heart pull toward. And... Actually, none of that means anything in the face of the integrity that you signed a contract to love and go through life with somebody else. The other thing is that hard things are going to come up and people are just not skilled to actually communicate, to actually work through things to actually grow and evolve together because two people that are really committed to doing that, it takes something. It takes something massive. It takes something massive to say, I'm going to work on myself so much to bring peace to whatever arises in this relationship. And I'm going to trust you're going to do the same. And when you're not doing the same or I'm not doing the same, we call each other on that. Relationship is about holding your partner to account while also being fully willing to do so much internal work that whatever arises in the relationship, you actually can be with and be with powerfully and handle powerfully and with integrity in the relationship. 
Relationship is meant to be your greatest growth tool. When you're in relationship with someone, you cannot run from your challenges, from your triggers, from the things that you struggle with, from your addictions, from your um, ways that you cope unhealthily, that you cannot run from them. And we are not in relationship to change our partner. If you marry someone that they have true issues that you don't want to deal with, you probably should not marry them. And what I mean is, is if your partner drinks a lot and you actually don't like that, and that is something that really, really bothers you and something that you don't think you'll ever be able to reconcile or accept in them, then I would look to see if you're really willing to do the work to reconcile it and to accept that person. Or you should think about not marrying them. And that might sound harsh, But you know, my dad gave me advice one time and his advice was, Kimberly, when you're in relationship with someone, someone's darker qualities, someone's struggle qualities, they usually don't get better. They usually get worse. And so if you're dating them and it's hard to be with that quality, then that person may not be the person you want to marry or put in a long-term commitment toward. If their challenges or their darkness is something that you're willing to sign on for, like, yeah, that, that flavor of darkness, that flavor of trigger, that flavor of challenge, I actually am growing from and I'm willing to be with and I want to be with because in some way my growth in it makes me a better person, sign on. And if you meet someone who's willing to do their own internal work while you do your internal work and you guys have open and honest communication and you guys are willing to be vulnerable and you're willing to go through the hard stuff and actually say, no matter what comes up, I'm in this with you. That is marriage. The rest of it is your fantasy that's playing out in your head. It's not real. No one is going to be perfect. No marriage is going to be amazing all the time. There's no perfect person that's going to match you perfectly. All of that is complete lies. You're never going to be able to change someone. Number one, that's not your job. Number two, it's not your business. It's not our business to change our partners. It's our business to accept our our partners fully. That's our business. What our partners do is actually their business because they have to go to sleep with themselves at night. It's their business. And your business is to fully accept accept them as they are or you choose to exit the relationship and you hope to get some of that before you get married to them. Now, I understand, I want to be very clear that some relationships, this is, I'm not talking about all relationships. I'm providing an example and a perspective to marriage that I don't think many people are thinking about. 
If you believe you're going to enter into marriage and sex is going to be awesome always, you're wrong. If you think you're going to enter into marriage and everything's going to keep getting better and better and better, you're wrong. If you're going to enter marriage and you think you're going to change your partner or that they're going to somehow become perfect within that marriage, you're wrong. The only thing that changes is maybe one, your perspective of your partner. You become more loving and accepting of them exactly as they are. And the other thing is in a marriage is that you really are choosing to walk beside someone in all their stuff and in all your stuff and being willing to really go to both the really high places and the really dark places. And when something's off, you're, you're saying, I'm committed to talking to you and communicating about this. And when something gets really hard, you're saying, yeah, you know, like I'm willing to do the work to make this good again for us. Even if that includes hiring someone for help. And being married means that you're always willing to be honest and vulnerable. And being married and marrying someone is you saying, I'm willing to have attraction towards someone and I'm not going to take it beyond that. I'm willing to deal with my own lustful desire, which is part of being human, by the way. It's not like, um, it's not like, you know, special to your relationship or to you. We all are lustful individuals. We all will go through attractions in our life. And if you say I do to someone, then your commitment and your integrity to that relationship is that you're saying, I'm going to go through attractions toward other people without acting on them, without going too far down the rabbit hole, that it's okay for me to say, yep, I have an attraction. And to not take it further than that. And it's with that with everything. It's the willingness to fully communicate, fully accept, fully support yourself and another human being. And it's intense, beautiful, magic work if you fully go there. And you have to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to speak up when things are really hard to say. You know, like those things that you want to say and they're scary to say. But you practice saying them with your partner because they have said, yes, I will stand through, I will stand by you through that. And, you know, I might be doing it wrong. Because <laughs> I, you know, I definitely am not the expert, but I think this is an important conversation to be having. But I'm I'm in this beautiful relationship and we're practicing from the beginning. You know, um, there is a an author, his name is Alan Bouton, and he wrote this article in the New York Times, and it's called Why You'll Marry the Wrong Person. And he talks about that on your first date, the very first question you should ask someone is, is what's your flavor of crazy? How are you absolutely insane? What are the ways that you, your darkness um, is projected in the world? What are the ways that you get really, you know, like almost like gross and, and dirty and, and, you know, not pleasant? I want to see all of that. And if we dated really with the idea that we're getting to know another human being to see if we want to like sign on for all of them, 
not just like, you know, one box out of 20, but all of them. Them not putting their underwear up, them not flushing the toilet, them um, maybe struggling with addiction, them maybe, um, you know, feeling unworthy, them like all the things, them not knowing what they want to do with their life, them like everything that comes with another human being. Everything that comes with being with another human being. And if you really take it on, you actually become a better person. I have been really taking this on and it's not easy. It is not easy, y'all. It's not easy. And I'm a pain in the butt sometimes and I say mean things sometimes and I've got massive cleanups sometimes. Sometimes in this relationship, I'm on my hands and knees scrubbing my side of the street for all the ways that I do things that are hurtful and harmful to both my partner and other people in the world. But I'm willing to get on my hands and knees, humbled, scrubbing my side of the street. And I'm willing to say I'm sorry over and over again. And I'm willing to listen to my partner and the ways that I've hurt him. And I'm willing to constantly, over and over again, every day, clean up and make things new. And I'm also fully willing to look inside myself so that I can become a better version of myself every day. Not on this spiritual level, I can really understand that I'm whole and complete right now. And that I would be without my partner or with my partner. I'm whole and complete. And our partners mirror to us our, our sharp edges. The ways that we react in the world. The ways that we have insecurities. The ways that we have challenges that we have maybe avoided or distracted from or numbed from. And they present them to us because we can't run away. They're right there. Everything's in front of us. And the opportunity is to look at all those sharp edges and allow the relationship to heal our sharp edges and to refine us into more kind, loving, caring people. And it is in relationship we are in relationship with every single thing on this earth. I'm in my relationship with my towel when I'm drying from the shower. I'm, I'm in relationship with my food. I'm in, I'm in relationship with the people that I meet on the street. I'm in relationship with my, my actual, like my partner I'm choosing to spend my life with. I'm in relationship with my friends and family. I'm in relationship with my coworkers. I'm in relationship everywhere I look with everything, with how I walk with my clothes, and I'm in relationship also with myself. And I think one of the most beautiful qualities in, in anyone who wants to be actually in a marriage is one, you're seeking your own growth, and two, that you're walking alongside someone who's also seeking their own growth. And I'm not sure it will work if those things are not there, it doesn't take much else but two people willing to go through anything together and two people willing to do their own internal work. It's really easy to blame your partner. I've done it. It's really, I still do it. 
I still, I still make, I still fall into that trap. And it's really easy to like avoid or numb or just get complacent with life. And relationship is the thing if you actually go there. If you actually go there. Relationship is the thing that can help you evolve quickly. Learn to be more gentle with yourself and others. Learn communication. Learn honesty. Learn to say, I'm sorry. Learn to go after your dreams. Learn whatever you want to learn. And a relationship can be the most beautiful place to learn it. But I'm begging you. Don't just get married because you think it's going to be some fairy tale. And I'm begging you. Don't just get married because you think it's supposed to be easy and simple. And I'm begging you. Don't get married if you think that you're never going to have an attraction again. Or you think you're going to have the best sex of your life forever again. If you, if you think you're never going to go through struggles or challenges, don't get married. If you think some person's going to complete you or make your life easier, don't get married. Really think about it. Because that's not what marriage is. There, there is a misunderstanding in the contract of marriage. Date. If you just want to explore being in a relationship, date. Date someone for a few years. And then move on to someone else or whatever feels good. If you don't want to do the hard work, if you don't want to do the hard work, you don't have to. If you don't want to do the hard work, you don't have to. You can be in this relationship. You can be in this short relationship. You can go have sex with that person. You can go have sex with that person. No judgment, nothing. Do whatever you want. But don't get married ignorantly or naively and then the second you have an attraction to someone, you run off. Or the second it gets hard, you run off. Because that's not what relationship is. It's not what marriage is. And marriage isn't for everyone. But I do believe that it's for the people that really want to grow that are willing to say yes to the challenge and the yes to the staying when it's really hard and the yes to learning really skillful ways of being in the world. Skillful communication, skillful love, skillful lust, skillful um, physical desire, skillful food and body you know, issues and movement and relationship and it's... It is and it can be that work. And I would say if you're single and you're entering into new relationships and you want to get married, then ask the hard questions and only be yourself. If you're not being yourself, you're not in an authentic relationship. And my marriage was not authentic. It was fake. There was a lot of ways I was not myself. There was a lot of ways that he was not himself. And it wasn't a real marriage, and of course it ended. 
Of course it ended. We didn't feel safe to say what we really needed to say. We weren't being vulnerable. Of course it ended. Because nobody was telling us what a marriage actually was. A beautiful contract between two people who are saying yes to life, yes to growth, and yes to the other person, recommitting to that other person every single day and maybe multiple times a day. Yes, I am committed to you. And in this moment, I can hear the thoughts saying, I don't want to be committed to you, but those are just thoughts. And I can feel the feelings welling up in my body of lust or, or questioning. And those are just feelings. And you're who I'm committed to. It's you I'm committed to. And I signed the contract and I meant the contract. And I'm willing to do the internal work with my lust and my emotions and my thoughts. I'm willing to evolve with you. And I'm willing to call you out. And I'm willing to be called out. And it is the most beautiful, magical thing if you're willing to go there. And there is joy in that challenge. Because not only is there the challenge, but there's deep bliss of knowing another person. There's deep bliss of having a hard day. And there's another person that is watching you go through a hard day. And there's no judgment. Like you're really just seen and remembered no matter how you might be in the external. And love does not actually hold expectations and is not conditional. True love, everything else is not real love. It might be lust or attraction or liking. But the opportunity that marriage offers is to learn how to unconditionally, without condition, without expectations, fully accepting, radical acceptance of another human being and that doesn't mean you don't speak your voice. You know, my partner and I have been, we've been really working on like, if something bothers me, I get to speak it. And you don't really have to do anything with it. You can listen to it and you can ask yourself, is there some validity in that? Is my partner saying something valid that I should dissect and look at? And if not, how can I just be there to support my partner as they share vulnerably with their experiences? And saying stuff in a relationship, like we've really been talking about being able to say stuff in a relationship that we know that the partner might react to. And it's kind of scary to say those things, but that the partner's reaction doesn't actually mean anything about me or about the relationship. Like our partner gets a right to react. Our partner gets a right to have emotion. Our partner gets a right to be a whole human being and to be loved as that whole human being. And we get that opportunity too, to be loved fully as a whole human being, to be able to speak whatever's on our mind without another person judging us, but just listening. And another person actually being curious enough to listen to us, speak it. And then to digest it for themselves, to learn to be maybe the best version of themselves. That is relationship. And I don't know anything in life that's worth it, that doesn't take effort. I'm going to say that again. I don't know anything in life that's worth it, that doesn't take effort. And relationship is effort. And my gosh, it's the most beautiful effort. It is the most beautiful effort. Because 
the yumminess you get, it's the real yumminess. There's nothing fake about it. It's real vulnerability, it's real genuine, it's real rawness. It's the real deal. And I am grateful for my divorce in that it taught me what actual relationship was. It taught me the difference between lusting and liking someone and truly saying, I'm in this, I'm fully committed. It taught me what commitment was. It taught me how to understand humanity more like oh we're gonna have lust we're gonna have a questioning come up but it doesn't mean anything and that's our internal work of being like oh i'm attracted to someone not oh i'm attracted to someone i want to marry them i want to marry them what is it what would it be like to have sex with them like going down the rabbit hole we actually don't have to do that and if questioning arises, we can just say, oh, questioning's arising. It's interesting. I can see myself not wanting to be committed, and I can just watch those thoughts arise. And it doesn't mean anything. It's just a thought. It's just an emotion. Because I really love this person in front of me. And I don't love them because they act a certain way. I love them because I'm choosing to love them. Love is a choice. You wake up every day and you choose to love this person. And what you get out of your relationship is actually your creating. Goodness in a relationship isn't just there. Beauty in a relationship, fulfill, uh, fulfilledness or aliveness in a relationship isn't just poof, there. You create it. You create what you want in your life. If you want intimacy in your life, you create it. If you want sexiness in your life, you create it. If you want true depth and honesty in your life, you create it. Whatever you want in your marriage and your partnership, you create. Period. And I hope that whoever's listening gets something out of this and... For those that may disagree, I, I really want to suggest you just take on listening and asking the harder questions of like, am I willing? Is this what I want? What is my highest value for my life, for my future? Is it growth? Or is it simple, quick pleasures? Like whatever, whatever you want, no judgment. There's nothing to be judged. Most, most people in the West, they just want quick pleasure. Me, it's not what I want. I want juiciness. I want real. I want depth. I want to see the deepest dark of you so that I can accept that in you. And maybe by me seeing it, it might allow you to heal. It might allow me to heal. That's what I want. And if anything in this podcast or any other podcast has ever touched your heart, please go over to the iTunes on your computer and rate and review this podcast. I always pray that my podcasts just give you a new perspective. None of it's absolute truth. It's just a perspective. 
to try on, to give you a different angle, to give you different insight. And I pray no one has to go through what I went through with my divorce, even though people are going through it all over the place. And for that, my heart is with you. And I will see you guys next time.